The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. A few days ago, I wasn't in a good place emotionally. Of course, us ladies go through ups and downs, and sometimes we can't help wearing our heart on our sleeves. Quite a few people realized my emotional state because I had inadvertently sent a message, making it quite clear. At first, I was mortified. How could I have done something like that? What would everyone think of me? I encourage. I don't collapse in a heap. I'm strong and able. And I can take what life throws at me. Seriously? Of course not. I'm human. I'm fallible, vulnerable and breakable. Quite fragile at times. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. Yes, I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit chooses to live in this fragile, imperfect body. I realized that if I was perfect, I wouldn't need God. I also wouldn't need my fellow Christians. It would be just perfect little me living in my own perfect bubble and nothing would be able to touch me. I know we've all had the feeling at times that moving to some remote island and having as little human contact as possible would be the ultimate life to live. (laughs) But it's obviously not meant to be that way. How would we interact with our other believers? And even more importantly, how would we influence non-believers? Me, myself and I don't make a very good team. We are not God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit who are the ultimate team. I can be very bad for myself if I never see other people and never speak to them and build relationships. I could become very conceited and believe that by isolating myself I avoid getting hurt and that I don't need people. I could also become a total mess and end up falling into a horrible depression with serious consequences. Even God made human beings so that he wouldn't be alone forever. Now if God needs interaction, who am I to think that I'm alright all by myself? I never want to be in the position David was in Psalm 142 verse 4 when he was taking refuge in a cave. Look to my look to my right and see. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one is concerned for my life. Or Psalm 88 verse 18. You have taken my companions and loved ones from me. The darkness is my closest friend. But then look at Proverbs 18 verse 24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 10. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who calls and, no, and has no one to help him up. John 5 verse 13 speaks of Jesus and his ultimate sacrifice. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. It doesn't say Jesus laid down his life for Christians or believers or good people. It's his friends. I've often heard people say that we 
really can't say Jesus is our friend because it's disrespectful. But the Bible says so. Jesus called us his friends. We can relate to him the way we should relate to our friends. I googled seven signs of a true friendship and this is what I got. Close friends accept you for who you are. Friends stick around during the good times and the bad. A real friend celebrates life with you. True friends will make time to see you. A true friend will tell you the truth, even if you don't like it. A true friend will encourage you to achieve your goals. And a true friend really helps us feel comfortable in our own skin. This is quite a list and every one of those points shows intimacy, caring, putting other person before myself. Most of us are comfortable with applying this list to friends. But can we apply it in our relationship with Jesus? Do we accept Jesus for who he is? Or do we try to bend him into some kind of superhero who is there to rescue us when we fall? We all pray when things are bad. But do we remember Jesus when the good times come along? Do we remember to celebrate the victories with Jesus? We can go through this list and apply every point to our relationship with Jesus, putting ourselves in the role of the true friend. It's easy to put Jesus into the role of the friend, but are we doing our part? I was so overwhelmed with the love and the care that I received from people when they realized I wasn't doing well. It was so touching and it did something special to my heart. I know that I have true friends and I am going to try to be a better friend to my friends as well as being a better friend to Jesus.